Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hola mujer, welcome to the Fearless Mujer podcast. I'm Micaela, the voice behind the mic and the creator of this podcast. I'm the author of the book, Dear Fearless Mujer, You Were Created for More, where I share my raw journey of healing, finding my voice, and true identity. Amiga, I'm truly on a mission to empower Latinas everywhere to know that their setbacks, pain, trials, and heartache cannot stop them from stepping into their God-given purpose. On this podcast, I'll empower you to let go of your limiting beliefs so you can step into your confidence and never have to dim your light again. Girl, this is your space to shine. No matter what season of life you find yourself in, here you'll be equipped with tools that will help you heal, accomplish your goals, and dream big so you can impact those around you. And if you've been looking for your tribe, well, you just found it. Girl, just like you, I'm a busy mujer. I'm balancing life, marriage, motherhood, and business. One cup of cafecito at a time. But I also know that being in community is so powerful. The Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast. It's a sisterhood, and together we'll dive into this journey of life, motherhood, business, and whatever else you got going on. So you ready? Grab your cafecito, and let's do this. Hey girl, welcome back to a new episode of The Fearless Mujer. Thank you so much for being here. This is a Monday motivation episode, so I'm not going to make this super long. I really want to get to the point, but I was so excited to just share my heart with you this morning, and I wanted to let you know all about the event that happened this weekend. So the Latina Podcasters Posadas event was this past weekend in Houston, Texas. So let me just give a huge thank you and a shout out to Rita Bautista, who actually put this event together. She's the CEO of Latina Podcasters. And let me just say it was so powerful, inspiring. I mean, I can't even put into words how amazing this event was. Why? Because there's something powerful. It's a big deal when you see mujeres celebrating each other, celebrating their voices, celebrating their unique gifts, and really lifting each other up. So girl, I say it all the time, right? That something powerful happens when we lift each other up. Well, it's so true. It really does. And something that I had said to one of the Latina podcasters was, wow, this is a big deal. This is such a big deal, right? And here's the thing. As someone who grew up like Mexican-American, right? I watched, uh, if you guys remember, and I'm going to age myself, but thank goodness it's Friday, TGIF on Friday nights, you would see back-to-back shows of different families, right? Different things that were happening. And they were Americanized shows. But then you'd wake up Saturday, Sunday morning, I think it was, to watch Brechita 44, if you guys remember that. It was it was like a, I guess like a dance show with kids. Um, so 
you know, you had these, for me anyway, and I know a lot of you can relate, you had these two different worlds, right? Because growing up here in the US, it's like a whole different culture. I grew up in a Mexican neighborhood, so I still had so much of my roots and my culture really ingrained in me just because of where I was growing up, right? And so what I love, though, is that we literally get to see our faces, our women representing. And sitting on the panel was such an honor for me, truly, because to think back on, okay, three years ago, I started this other podcast because I really just felt this burden to share my stories with other women, to encourage women, right? To empower women and equip them. And a year into that podcast, I really felt like I need to speak to Latinas. I need to share my stories with Latinas. Why? Because we've all experienced similar things, right? We've all experienced things that sometimes we don't want to talk about. And in our culture, maybe we were taught like we don't talk about that, right? But how do we ever change the narrative if we don't talk about that? So it's just amazing to see that when you say yes to the thing that's on your heart, and of course, you know, I am a believer that God puts things on our heart. When you say yes to the thing that God puts on your heart, when you say yes to that thing that you you feel so passionate about, but you think it's so crazy and you just start taking the baby steps to get there. Girl, you don't know where it's going to take you. You don't know what tables you will be invited to sit at. And so you got to say yes to yourself more than anything, right? Last time I was reading or discussing chapter three of Dear Fearless Mujer, which is No Necesitas Permiso. And I really talked about like, you don't need permission to do the things that are on your heart to do, right? You just got to believe that you can do them and start doing them because it's one thing to be like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And it becomes an idea or it's an idea on, in your mind and on a piece of paper somewhere in your notes, right? On your iPhone. And it's one thing to say, yeah, I want to do that. But it's another complete different thing to actually to actually do it. So it was such an amazing time. And let me tell you, it fired me up. It made me see that I was part of something bigger. And it also made me see that, dang, I'm pretty freaking gifted, right? And so one of the things that I was asked, you know, as a panelist was something like, who inspires you? Something like that. And I said, me, I inspire me, right? And so the point of, of these questions was that, uh, yes, we were given the questions before, but we were supposed to just kind of answer in the most authentic way, like whatever comes to mind. And so when I answered that, like a few seconds later, I'm like, dang, does that sound arrogant? Does that sound conceited? Right. If you know me personally, you know that I'm like humble. I don't like to be like, hey, look at me. I'm just not like that. Maybe by my IG, you would think that I like to be on camera, but I really don't. I just know that, hey, this is my brand. And so I need to show up, right? But that being said, I answered this question in that way. And I thought for a few seconds, like, is that arrogant? And I thought, no, no, because here's the thing. I didn't have a lot of positive role models when I was growing up. I saw a lot of 
trauma, traumatic things happening, a lot of chaos in my home, a lot of dysfunction, a lot of brokenness, right? A lot of uh, very emotional women, which, hey, it's okay. We are emotional, but we should not be led by our emotions, right? And so I didn't see a lot of positive role models when I was growing up to say like, wow, that person, look at that, that mujer over there, right? She's confident in who she is. She's doing these amazing things. I mean, I never would have thought in a million years that I would have a book, right? That I would have sat down and actually pushed through to write this very painful book and then have it there. Here it is. Here's this pretty thing that I created, right? This pretty thing that was on my heart to do and I just acted on it. And so after what I answered was after all the things that I've been through in my life and to still be here, to be sane, to not be on drugs, to be here, to have accomplished the things I've accomplished, that's pretty inspiring. And so it made me understand like, okay, I had ideas, but then I acted. And it's okay if other people didn't believe in what I was trying to do. It's okay if other people didn't understand or get what I was trying to do. I did it anyway because I knew that there was so much more that God had for me. But I also knew that someone needed to know, for example, with the book, hey, if you were also sexually abused and you haven't shared this with anyone, I want you to know that you're not alone. I want you to know that no matter what has happened to you, no matter what people have said about you, no matter who has hurt you, girl, you have a purpose. Your past does not define you. So let me tell you, okay, this whole weekend, although I was exhausted because if you don't know this about me, I do not enjoy driving. I don't know if it's because when I was five, I got hit by a car. It dragged me, the station wagon dragged me a couple garages down in the alley in Chicago, in my neighborhood. I was five. I remember uh, my parents had just bought me this little bike, like, uh, I guess, I don't, it wasn't a tricycle, but if you remember, I don't know if you guys remember, but uh, we bought this, like someone selling these little Mexican looking bikes, like with the little cartoons um, on the side of the road. I, if I remember correctly, I guys, I remember so many things from when I was little. It's, it's really crazy. But so I remember, and my, my younger brother, he's three years younger than I am. He was playing with it. And I remember telling my mom, I was going to go outside. And all I was thinking about was I wanted to go play with my bike because it had a back seat. So like my brother and I could both ride the bike. And um, so I ran into the alley and I actually wrote about this in the epilogue in my book, not the whole thing, but um, I ran into the alley and I kind of just ran out there. My dad was in the garage. My Theo was in the garage and I just kind of ran out there. And before you know it, I got hit by the station wagon and my little right leg. I mean, I was five, you guys, I was a skinny little kid, right? Um. It dragged me. My little right leg was under this tire and it dragged me a couple garages down. And I remember just crying. I remember, um, I remember screaming. And one of my Theos was like, 
Micaela está abajo del carro, and my, I just remember seeing my dad put his hand out, like, stop, like, stop, you know, my daughter is under your car. So, guys, this really freaking happens, right? My mom takes me to the emergency room. My leg is bleeding. Let me tell you something. I had no broken bones, no fractures. I had to wear a cast. Um, I think it's just because my skin, it was pretty messed up. But let me tell you, I believe that God has had his hand on my life. I really, really do. I really do because, guys, I could have died, like literally. So I don't know if that's one of the reasons why I'm scared. <laughs> and like, I'm scared of cars, you guys. Like when cars are driving too fast, I'm like, I think I have literally have a trauma that I should probably explore in therapy. Um, but that, I remember it so vividly. So I don't know if that's part of the reason why I am a little bit afraid, but I don't enjoy driving. I really don't. So I'm so proud of myself because um, I drove four hours to Houston, a little bit longer because I had to go to the bathroom um, and then back, right? It was exhausting. The drive wasn't bad, though, to be honest, because the way that I drove out there, it was with less turns. It just took me straight. So that was pretty cool. But it was exhausting. It was an exhausting weekend. It was after the lunch, I was like, I need to go take a nap, went back to the hotel and I needed to take a nap so I could be refreshed for the event in the evening. But other than that, it was it was so cool. It was awesome, really, to drive alone, to hear my thoughts, you know, to bump to some Tupac and Biggie on the way back. Just saying. <laughs> um, so here's the thing about all that, though, all that to say that, man, it really lit a fire in me, right? Yes, I'm passionate about what I do, but I had to see that I was part of something bigger, that my gifts and my actions led me to that point. And God has so much more still. There's so much more that is there for me to grow and explore. So all that to say that if you ever think back on like, how come I didn't have role models? How come there was nobody that I could really look up to, right? When people ask you, because I've been asked that question other times, whether it was that I'm working on something through personal development or that someone asked me that, and I really would feel like kind of bad. Like, I don't know. I don't really have anyone that I look up to. So when you when you think about that and if you feel the same way that like i really don't have anyone to look up to i really didn't have anyone that i could say wow i want to model after that that mujer girl it is okay to be your own kind of inspiration it is okay to be the mujer that you wish you would have had and that being said, it's okay to do the things that maybe have never been done in your family. Even if someone criticizes you about it and doesn't get it and doesn't agree with you. Because I can tell you right now, there were people that I loved that were like, what are you doing? When I started talking about coaching, what are you doing? Because not everyone understands it. Not everyone gets what coaching really is right? How it all works. People think it's like therapy and, and, or that you're trying to be a therapist, but you're not. 
here's my thing. If you feel like you haven't had the role models that you wish you would have had, well, why don't you be that? That mujer that you wish you would have had in your life. That powerful mujer that was empowered and confident, whatever it was about her. Maybe she was unapologetic. Maybe she just showed up as who she was, right? And she was comfortable in her own skin. Maybe just embrace that, hey, I didn't have that, but I'm going to be that, right? Maybe you didn't have the mother you should have had. Okay, well, be her. And if you're not a mother, be that, you know, mother figure to someone who needs it. Because I'm telling you right now, somebody needs you. Somebody needs you to show up in that way. Somebody needs you to be that, to be who you wish you would have had. Somebody out there needs it and they're praying for it and looking for it and seeking for it. And they're like, man, I wish I had this type of mujer that I could look up to, right? Part of the reason why I started the Fearless Mujer was because I'm like, hey, If you never had someone to speak life into you, someone who loved you like a sister, a sister to look after you, like maybe you did have a sister, but maybe you didn't have a great relationship with her. If you didn't have that, that's what this is. We're here to lift each other up. We're here to speak life into each other. There's power in your words. There's power in your tongue. Like, Think about how we speak. We use our tongue. I've talked about this before. We make sounds. We we make words with our mouth. That is such a powerful thing. And you can literally curse people or you can lift them up. When someone's feeling so down about themselves and discouraged about what they're doing, and you literally speak over them like, girl, let me let me show you how gifted you are. Right. And and I'm not saying like hype them up. I'm saying like for real, honestly, like, hey, you are really good at this. I think maybe you could continue exploring this. Right. Because a lot of times when we don't understand who we are, when we don't understand the things that make us the person that we are, it's so easy to not focus or have clarity on what you're doing or trying to do. So I'm here to encourage you today. Today's Monday Motivation. I am here to encourage you today that if you have been feeling bad because you're like, man, I never had anyone to look up to. I never had a role model. I don't have anyone that really inspired me growing up. Inspire yourself because if you have been through a lot of stuff, right, you've been through things and you're still here, that's pretty freaking inspiring. That is pretty powerful. And There is nothing wrong with saying I inspire me because I've been through a lot of stuff and yet I am still here. I am still here pushing through, working through. Let me tell you something. Let's just normalize therapy and how good it feels to cry to someone and talk to someone about what you're going through. Let's just normalize how good it feels to heal. Maybe it doesn't feel good while you're healing, right? All the ugly feelings that you feel, right? All the pain that resurfaces, all the triggers. But how good and amazing does it feel and freeing is it after you've healed, after you've gone through some healing journey? And I don't think we're ever 
completely healed. Because after you heal from something, you're like, okay, well, maybe I need to explore this other thing now. But how good does it feel? And how freeing does it feel when you have healed? So let's talk about that. Let's talk about have you gone through a healing journey? Have you had to explore something that maybe has happened generation after generation in your family, this generational cycle, and it continues, and you finally were like, I'm done, I'm not doing this anymore, and maybe it cost you, maybe it cost you to have to do that, but you did it, and you're unlearning things, and you're unlearning toxic patterns, and you're learning to talk about things that nobody in your family wants to talk about. Can we just say how freaking amazing that is? Can we just say how inspiring it is that you're paving the way for the next generation of mujeres to be able to have a dialogue about this hard, painful thing? I'm just saying, because one of my things, one of my deepest desires is to normalize, hey, I went through sexual abuse and I'm not going to feel ashamed about it because it wasn't my fault. Just imagine if everyone sat down and had a dialogue like that. Just imagine that it wouldn't be weird, that no one would look weird at you because you're saying, I went through sexual abuse and everyone just was able to have a dialogue about it. That's a bigger vision that I see because here's what happens. When we keep silent, when we don't say nothing, we protect the people that enabled, we protect the people who did it, we don't ever hold, we not, not us holding people accountable, but we don't ever open the door for people to be held accountable, right? For people to understand like this wasn't okay and you shouldn't have told me to ignore it or stay quiet or maybe you shouldn't have told me that I was lying, right? I'm just saying this is a little heavy. I know I'm just saying, but when we pave the way for that, right? Yeah, we're going to piss some people off. We're going to rattle some people. We're going to disrupt mindsets and views and cultural beliefs. But maybe we need to do that in order to heal the next generation, in order to heal ourselves. So when you do that, what happens? You got a whole group of little girls behind you, young girls behind you, who then never have to feel that I can't say that this happened to me. You see what I'm saying? That's a bigger vision that I have. And it's really hard. Let me tell you, I understand. Not everyone's ready. Not everyone's at that point where they're like, I want to talk about this. No, because we are worried about how other people are going to feel about it. I get that. But I'm just going to be real with you while you worry how other people are going to feel about it and you're worried about protecting their feelings. You're still, in a sense, enabling the fact that they don't want to face reality about what happened and they could literally be drowning and suffocating in their own denial. I'm just going to leave that right there. The reason I say all that is to say this, that it costs me to open my mouth. It costs me to cut ties with people that were toxic that I loved. It cost me a lot, but I felt that I owed it to my younger self. I owed it to my daughter. I owed it to my future generations, my bloodline, my lineage. I owed it to my future grandchildren and great-grandchildren 
to speak up, to not really worry so much about what are they going to think. And I'm being super vulnerable. It cost me so much. But I'm glad that I did what I did, that I opened my mouth and that I continue to have this dialogue in my own home, that we normalize that, hey, this happened to me. It wasn't okay, but I don't have to have this heaviness over me. I don't have to carry this shame. I can be free and look forward to my future. If you have overcome some heavy things, that in itself is an inspiration. That in, a, in itself is something to look at as not a victim that, dang, why did this happen to me? We all want to know why this happened to us, but sometimes we're not going to know, right? The truth is sometimes we're not going to get closure. Sometimes we're not going to be able to tell or ask a person, hey, why'd you betray me like that? Hey, why did you do that to me? Hey, why did you hurt me like that? Sometimes we're not going to get closure. And this is why I think forgiveness is so powerful, because when we forgive, in a sense, we give ourselves closure, right? So it's not weak. It's not weak to forgive. It's not saying, hey, it's okay what you did to me. No, it's that I'm getting closure and I'm not going to allow you to control me or have power over me by holding on to the stupid thing you did to me. Just saying. So. If you have overcome a lot, I say that's a big deal and you can be your own inspiration because here's what happens in, in the process of us having gone through these very heavy, painful things, right? We stop ourselves and we hold ourselves back from actually doing what we desire to do, from actually stepping into our life purpose. Why? Because we are so caught up in what happened in the pain and the wounds. So then we can't get to our life purpose. We can't even begin to discover a little decimal of what that is. And that's why it's so important to accept what's happened. It's so important to then be like, yes, right? I didn't have these role models, but I am a role model. And I'm going to be that to my daughter and my nieces and my primas and the next generation of mujeres. Because even your pain can be an inspiration for somebody else. And not that, oh, it's good that happened to you. Never. I would never say that, girl. I wish I had, hadn't gone through the things I went through. But to say that, hey, despite what you went through, you overcame and you used it for good and you became a better person. That's pretty badass if you ask me. And that is an inspiration for someone else. So you are an inspiration for someone else. And I want you to give yourself more credit. That is something that I struggled with a lot. That I think I'm now, just now, finding freedom from it. Giving myself credit that, yeah, I did that. I did that thing. And I did that thing. And it's not to brag. It's to say I did the work, right? I literally did the work. Because not everyone, see, a lot of people like to talk the talk, but they're not willing to walk to, to walk the walk. <laughs> Girl, that's a tongue twister. But a lot of people are willing to talk about what they want to do. Yeah, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And that would be great. And 
but they never actually do the work that's required. They never actually take action on what is required. So if you want to change the narrative and you want to change the story you tell yourself about all the things that you want to accomplish, girl, you have to do the work, right? Because that work that you put into what you desire to do, it's going to pay off. Other people are going to see it. And that in itself is going to be an inspiration to you, to you, girl. Okay? Because I hear a lot like um, I have all these ideas and I never actually um, am never able to actually finish. Right. Is that is that wrong? No, your thoughts are a little bit unorganized. That's OK. <laughs> you just got to organize them and understand what's my priority right now that I can do right now to get to this goal, to get to this bigger vision. Right. So, hey, guys, I hope this encouraged you. OK. I know it was a little deep, but you know, that's what you get here with your cafecito, your virtual cafecito. Um, I also want to let you know, there's so many amazing things coming to Fearless Mujer Coaching, all right? Podcast coaching. I have three spots for private coaching. It's eight weeks. And right now I am giving $500 off your coaching fee. So girl, If you've been wanting to start your podcast, let me tell you, I haven't officially announced this. I'm announcing it here. You get $500 off your coaching fee. Um, This will be good for like the next week. Let me know if you want to know more info about that. I'm also going to be offering basic editing. So you get basic editing on your episodes, your show notes that's included in there. Um, and that's going to be $300 a month um, for three months. So listen, if you're like, I want to do a podcast, I don't want to edit. <laughs> I will teach you, but I don't want to edit. Let me know. We can kind of work that out. Even in the package, we can kind of do that together. The other thing is something that I began doing um, this year earlier this year was helping women who wanted to really understand like, hey, I want to coach other women. I just don't know what that looks like for me. So I'm doing 10 weeks of coaching for that. That includes really creating your curriculum, creating like, okay, who is my client that I'm really wanting to help and how can I help them right now? So I do want to encourage you to, hey, if that's something that you want to do, for that, you'll also get $500 off your coaching fee, coaching tuition, whatever you want to call it, your investment. So let me know if that's something that you want to look into, because I would love to also have a strategy call with you to see like, okay, what is this idea that you have for coaching? Now, if you have really, really thought about, I want to be a coach, I think this is something that I can do, right? Maybe you have a full-time job, but you want to do this on your own time, or maybe you're like, man, I really want to build something. I want to start building a brand. And I feel that coaching is part of it. I want to encourage you to go listen to season four, episode one, episode two, episode three, episode four and five. Those are all from season four. So the beginning of this this season of the podcast of the Fearless Mujer podcast, those are all about coaching. That is a coaching series that I did And I think it's going to help you 
really kind of have more clarity around coaching. So episode five is with another coach who teaches women like how to create wealth. She helps Latinas. So I think even that is actually going to be encouraging. So go take a listen to that. I will have these links for you in the show notes. And if you want more info about podcast coaching, if you want more info about coaching uh, for new coaches, go ahead and send me a DM on Instagram at the Fearless Mujer podcast, or you can go to fearlessmujer.com forward slash contact. And hey, don't forget that uh, Fearless Mujer community in Facebook will no longer be available because everything's going to be on Instagram. So go to Fearless Mujer community on IG. Give us a follow because I'm going to be doing some pretty cool things in there. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Share it with your amigas. Uh, Please give it a review. If this podcast has helped you in any way, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Anyway, amiga, God bless you. Have an amazing week. Talk to you soon. Hey, mujer, before you go, did this episode help you in any way? I'd love to know what you thought about this episode so I know what content to keep creating for you. Do me a favor, tag me in your stories on IG at the Fearless Mujer Podcast and let me know how this episode helped you. And you know that the Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast, right? It's a sisterhood. Do me a favor, share this episode with your amigas, your primas, your tias, because something powerful happens when we lift each other up and together we're truly powerful. So tag me, tag your amigas, share the link with them. And if you found value in this podcast, leave me a review on Apple because that means so much. And by the way, want to take the conversation deeper? Come join the podcast community. Go to fearlessmohead.com, click on podcast community, and let's talk about this episode. God bless.